Welcome to the driver's line. I'm Greg. And I'm Jordan. And today we've got a conversation for you. And the conversation comes to us from one of our reader emails, actually. Yes, so from we our appreciate reader that. emails. Um, it says they, we... Dude, give it a rest. Huh? Let's yeah. get with the times. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the reader email says, you guys agree on literally everything. Is there anything you all actually disagree about? Yes. In fact, there are things that <laughs> yeah, we disagree are. about. <laughs> so, not too long ago, Jordan and I were having a conversation. Um, talking about some cars that we were, you know, thinking about potentially targeting as a show car. And yeah. so I sent him a Thunderbird Super Coupe, the MN14 version, which was built from like roughly 1989 to 1999, uh, 1996. And he I responded back to me <laughs> very negatively. I mean, sometimes Greg sends me stuff that is funny. <laughs> And I try to do the same. And I thought that was genuinely a joke. It was not a joke because the Thunderbird is <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, well. Specifically, the Thunderbird Super Coupe. What Jordan does not know, Thunderbird Super Coupe, 1989 Motor Trend Car of the Year. <laughs> well, I was three. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It was that good. Supercharged V6. You can get it with a manual transmission. Hold on. Let me just back you up. Motor Trend Car of the Year is the standard by which we're doing that. Because the new Thunderbird that they came out with was also Motor Trend Car of the Year. <laughs> we're just going to forget about that. Because we don't, we're, we're not, we're not on a retro kick. We can go through the kick. list there. We're not on a retro kick. But no, think about this. It's a personal luxury coupe. It yeah. has all the tech you can imagine for the early 90s. Which that was I'm sure was very reliable. It was mostly reliable. <laughs> and this is back, you know... I'm more of a GM guy now, but I used to be more of a Ford guy, and mm. I, I used to love these Thunderbirds because I thought they had the clean lines, they were smooth, and when you got that V6 supercharged Super Coupe, it was just one of the coolest cars out there. I would say uh, a supercharged V6 in something that looks like Roseanne Barr on wheels would be a sleeper. So There's, there's no accounting <laughs> for taste. And to put it in perspective for you, that Super Coupe had 210 horsepower. So more than that must <laughs> And the contemporary Corvette, 240. So guess what? Wow. If you put it against the contemporary Corvette today, that would mean it would have 430 horsepower. <laughs> that was proper performance for the day. I'm sorry. I just, the, the way they look just really bothers me. It just like reminds me of just like, it's like the WWE of, of vehicles. I don't know. It's just so trashy looking to me. This is a guy who owns Malibu's. <laughs> Talking trash about the Thunderbird. Personal Malibu's luxury. Cheap. Personal luxury car. <laughs> personal, personal because no one's going to ever want to ride in there with you. <laughs> Plenty of people rode in other people's Thunderbirds. Millions, I would yeah, suspect. Yeah, probably dead in the back of their truck. <laughs> like, the old, like the old Jeremy Clarkson truck driver. <laughs> Shift well, the gear, shift gear, murder, prostitute, shift the gear, murder, prostitute. I mean, basically, yeah. I don't know. You know, it might just be a generation thing. I don't know. Um, yes, it must be a generational thing. I'm happy that you like your Papa Cruiser uh, with its sleeper V6, but that's just not for me, man. It's a proper performance car. You won't see that as a show car. I'm sorry. I'm vetoing that. It's got to be unanimous. Well, well another vehicle that uh, arguably might even be more of a battle uh, in terms of the general public is the Pontiac Aztec. I know that it has a really bad rap and I totally understand why, but I think the concept for them when they came out was really revolutionary. I mean, there was nothing that shape. 
There's nothing with the features that it had. I mean, it had a cooler, for crying out loud. You can okay. camp in it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Went from a concept yeah. that was interesting to an absolute turd when it came out. So GM's like, hey, what do we do? How much money can we take out of this thing? <laughs> well, I mean, Let's that put, is GM. We're going to put smaller wheels on it. We're going to make the interior a lot cheaper. Fill it with plastic. None of the stuff you need. And you know what? The piece de resistance. We're going to put it on the U-Body platform. Hey, that is, that, it, it still worked. Okay. Which was shared with <laughs> the Pontiac fans. Montana. Yes, 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 yes. The Chevy Uplander. <laughs> and whatever the Buick version was. <laughs> Listen. <I> All think... <laughs> turds. Things that you would not wish on your worst enemy. You would only wish on a meth making oh, okay. biology teacher. Well, which maybe is why know, Jordan likes it. Maybe there's a connection there. I don't, not the meth. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I think that the car for the interior, I mean, come on. GM had crappy interiors in all their vehicles at that time. The Aztec wasn't necessarily worse than any other no, GM vehicle at the time. True. And if you're camping, you got to be able to wipe down all those hard plastics. I mean, if you got nice, you know, leather-wrapped steering wheels and, and stuff, that's going to get dirty and it's going to break down. You know, you got to think of it like a, like a Jeep Wrangler but with a Pontiac badge. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> you know, Jeep <right>? people. <laughs> In terms of versatility. NC at gmail.com. <laughs> Direct all your comments to Jordan Marmara. He thinks that the Aztec is as good as a Jeep. Okay, I didn't say that. But I'm, I'm saying you got to think of it in that vein. Like, you know, I'm going off-road. I'm doing some camping. I don't mind getting the interior dirty because... Ultimately, the plastics are pretty low end. I admit that. But I can wipe it down and move on with my life. I can put my big, hairy, wet dogs in there. I don't have to worry about messing up anything. There's no leather. Nothing to tear or rip. It's fine. It's all good. And it's still, I mean, you know, the 3400 was not, like, powerful. But it was reliable for what it was. I mean, no big issues there. You got the reliable four-speed auto. From GM. So your, your biggest issue with the Thunderbird was what? <laughs> what was your biggest issue? I can't remember. Exactly. Help me remember what the biggest issue you had. With the the Thunderbird's Thunderbird. hideous for its class of vehicle. And now he's like, I love the Aztec, which is <laughs> derided as the worst vehicle ever until the XM came out. When you paint the cladding on it. It doesn't make it better. <laughs> that's like a red, that's like the label XM. Oh, come on now. It's not that bad. It's not that bad. You take an Aztec and drop it in today's auto market, it's almost benign compared to what's out there right now. Oh, maybe Look at Toyota's a, lineup. Maybe if you put it on a BMW dealership. <laughs> Poor BMW. <laughs> we just keep going back to you. But yeah, I guess, uh, you know, we're, we disagree. I think it would be maybe. sweet to buy an Aztec and soup it up. Go for it. For our show car. No. <laughs> Veto. <laughs> Veto, no. Oh, well. I might need glasses for the C-mail. I don't need glasses to see an Aztec looks bad. It, it's, it's not the best looking vehicle. I will admit that. But for its class, I don't think it's the worst either. Mm. Have you met the Nissan Juke? <laughs> it looks better. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, Thunderbird. <laughs> well, our last uh, topic that we tend to disagree with are what I think are really cool. It's another area where I guess Greg has no taste, but K cars. I think K cars are such awesome things. I mean, you're looking at a vehicle that can get by on a motorcycle engine. 64 horsepower is what you can get. 
But think of all the variety. You got K vans, K pickup trucks, K sports cars with gold wing doors, right? And they're just like go-karts that you can legally drive on the road, get up to highway speed. I mean, I wish that America would allow us to import vehicles right now. I'm have, I have my eyes on a Honda S660 right now. That would be sweet to bring over just a little mini NSX. That would be amazing. That one's cool. Undeniably, that's 660. <laughs> There's only other two that you can import that are worth a damn. Okay. Honda Beat, AutoZam AZ1. <laughs> what about the Cappuccino? <laughs> Suzuki Cappuccino. Don't care. Oh, Don't come care. on. That's like a little AutoZam. mini Miata. So is the Honda Beat. <laughs> Honda Beat, AutoZam AZ1. Those are the only two that are worth it, aren't Why would you want a smushed little van? Uh, Unless you live in the city? That's the only reason I could see anybody wanting one. And guess what? That suburban mom in her excursion who drops her coffee, what's going to happen to you in that little tin can? You're going to get smushed. I'm going to rapidly avoid. With your 64 horsepower, you're going to tell, right. tell that gerbil to start running because otherwise you're going to get rolled over by a 400 horsepower SUV. You got to be aware, super maneuverable. Okay, I can just hop right onto the sidewalk. And just avoid getting hit. And hit pedestrians at the same time. <laughs> so now you're now you're now you're in danger for murder. Actually, they probably kill him. <laughs> the the K car would bounce off the person and fall over. Now you leave those things alone. I just think they're so like efficiently packaged. I'm, I'm mesmerized by them. I know the, the packaging is hugely efficient. I'm not disagreeing with you there. I'm just saying within the United States, unless you live in a hugely dense urban area, there's no point. And then even if you live in a hugely dense urban area. You're going to get smashed by a taxi. <laughs> Crazy taxi. Because nobody's going to see you. <laughs> I, I still think the risk is worth the benefit. Only on the AutoZam AZ1 <laughs> and the Honda Beat. For ones we can import now. Uh, no, I, I disagree. I think, I think there's a lot of awesome ones. And also some really cool mini hatchbacks that you could soup up that are available. We've got, also, we've got hatchbacks Suzuki in the United Jimny. States. You have one. Yeah, sure. I mean, fine. They're cool. But the Suzuki Jimny? Okay, that is kind of cool. Come I'll on. give you that one, too. <laughs> Come on. like the there's, some, there's some really cool options. Yeah. I'll give you the Jimny. That one is actually kind of cool, too. Yeah. So, three. We're up to three. Maybe maybe there's a K-car in our future. No. An AutoZam? Nope. Come well, on. Uh, again, I could be persuaded on the AutoZam. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. All right. But that's it. We can meet in the middle yeah. on this one. <laughs> that's it. No smushed vans. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'll lay off the, the minivans. I just love vans in general, but... <laughs> you are a van guy. I do love a van. Paints free candy on the side. Oh, my God. No, not that <laughs> Tell kind your of children <laughs> to stay away. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> but as you can see, there's clearly differences between yes. us two. <laughs> but Terrible isn't his takes, but, you know... Mr. Thunderbird. <laughs> Mr. Aztec. <I> cannot. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the viewers will vote for the Thunderbird. Over the Aztec. Maybe we'll even put a poll oh, geez. on this one to see who is going to do better. Fair enough. I, I'm, I'm open to this. All right. Thunderbird versus Aztec. <laughs> Tell us what you think. All right. And we'll see you next time. <laughs> Please like and subscribe and continue watching. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Thank you.